Let Lita take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Take your life out of the status quo. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design and the Shops at Status and by the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Lita has over 20 years working as an interior designer. She's now a full-fledged lifestyle expert, podcaster, and blogger. Status Life with Lita will take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Lita's mission is to bring her knowledge and fun teaching ability to each of us uh, to help us design a life we love. My name is Derek Hayes. I'm the host of the show, and it's my pleasure to introduce the star of the show, Miss Lita Brooks. Hi. Good afternoon, Lita. Good afternoon. See, I said Lita. You're getting better. We've I only been doing this show 14, 15, 16 months. You're getting it. Yeah, but Lita still sounds better. Lita. Okay. All right. Anyway, before we begin, a quick reminder that Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design, your one-stop shop for all your home and gift needs, the Status Market, your online shopping experience, and the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes. Injured in Georgia, make the right call to the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Hi. Hey, you ready? A, yes. All right, before yes. we get into the show, let's, let's kind of do a quick rundown or recap of some of the things that have been going on. Of in life? Yeah, yeah. We're so busy. The engagement. We got engaged. Yeah. Yay. Which is wonderful, but yet we have we have yet to sit down and play in anything. We haven't talked about anything, and people keep asking, so when's the day? What are you going to do? No idea. No, I mean, we, you and I have not even kind of discussed it no no i actually ran into a good friend of ours just last night i told you that and the first thing she said to me <laughs> everybody so, w- what are the plans right because now Where? it's been long enough that we should have some decisions made should we, I, I don't even yeah <laughs> but it's also too as always the matter of time and and just sitting down and being able to, to kind of hash these things out yes Yes, so there's a lot to, to discuss about that. But anyway, next topic would be the house. We're, we're getting some things done around. The we house. are. We finally have some momentum. We've talked about the house. We bought our forever home and it's a huge remodel. We're gutting it. We're, we're working on it. But I am going to be putting all of it on Status Life with Lita. Not necessarily the podcast because you guys can't really see. I can talk about it, but that doesn't make sense if you can't see the colors in a room. But it will be on YouTube, the Instagram, the stories. Uh, really following the design and how all this is coming together. I've been taking videos along the way, so it's just, it's honestly, it's time. It's called, it's content creation. So not only is it t- doing the work, but taking it and giving it all to you guys. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. is all in the works. Um, and of course, we will launch it all here. You will hear it first. We've already had framers, sheetrock, flooring. We've had a wall mm-hmm. taken out. We've had electricians. We've had, uh, oh goodness, landscaping work done. Yes, and we have yeah. stonework still going on, or two, two and painters. On and we have more. We have more. We have a lot of furniture that's been backordered. Yeah, sort of sign yeah. of the times right now, just because we can't get a lot of the merchandise. Um, but we, it, but we went full steam for what about a month? Yeah, two right months. When we first moved and in, and there I mean, were a lot of things we had to do right before we could even move in, and then everything came to a screeching halt, and that was because I took. 50% of my retail store and closed it and renovated it. And Derek and I basically did all the work ourselves. We did. We painted. We did We flooring. did. We were up till two and three and four in the morning, um, just working on it. And then we would go to work the next day. We <laughs> just I, were very hands-on. Um, 
it saved a lot of money. I mean, this is a shopping center, so I don't own the space. So to, to have all these contractors come in was a huge, huge, huge expense. I mean, the flooring came in at, I think the flooring quote was, what did I tell you, 40 grand oh, yeah, or something for a space I don't grand. own, which mm-hmm. is a, a really tough thing. I'm speaking to the entrepreneurs out there who are all shaking their head. You do not put that kind of money in a business that you don't own. Yeah, overhead can kill you. Know? Yes, the, the building, the shell yeah. itself, not the business. So anyway. So that was all. We did the huge grand reopening in March, and then, you know, I had to run the business. It was a whole different business model. It's up and running. It's thriving. It's doing well. We're finally getting all the shipments Mm -hmm. of all the merchandise we've ordered. So that is called the Status Market and Design uh, in conjunction with Status Home Design. So all my businesses are status. I am the status platform. But the Status Market is my online store. It is housed in the space that I am just explaining to you, that I am talking about. So we are located just outside of Atlanta, up I-85 in Gwinnett County, uh, exit 120 if you live in uh, Metro Atlanta. But if you don't live in Atlanta and you want to see the merchandise and you want to purchase, we have an online store and we are doing a huge revamp on that, launching on July 1st. So live sales are coming back where we take all the merchandise we show you how to decorate with it and then you can purchase it all online uh the interior designers everything that my whole team is doing we will show you all the pictures of you can buy all that online so we have a lot a lot in the pipeline speaking of a lot in the pipeline do you want to go ahead and tease or share with everyone the next phase yeah we have found a location for another store so we are still branching out the status brand is still growing this store is going to be closer to Athens so a little closer to where we move so we will have one store located in metro Atlanta and one store located in metro Athens can I say that yes yes, yeah it's in Watkinsville so it's a cute cute little town it's a beautiful home uh, big home it's been Mm -hmm. a retail store uh, it, when you think of a home, maybe you think on a little smaller scale. This is not. This is a beautiful... 1800s. Eight, late 1800s, I think the home was built. It's been renovated. It's been up to code. It is completely handicap accessible, uh, which is huge because if I had to take a home and put all those modifications in, that would be a lot. But because it's been multiple businesses, uh, it's ready for me. Yeah, so. it's right in downtown Watkinsville. Wonderful location. So August... Uh, we are going to start moving in. Uh, we have a month to really get everything set up and get it the way we want it for a September of 2021 opening. So no matter when you're listening to this, because uh, podcasts live forever, uh, both stores should be up and running and go to the market. So take a look at all my merchandise, Status Market and Design on Facebook the website and Instagram. It's going to be a great, a yes. great launch of the yes. new store. I'm looking so forward excited. to it. I know. As always, you put on a big party for those kind of I things. I do. Be a big party. All right. Let's get into today's oh, show. Oh, today's we show. We have a wonderful guest, and yes. I want you to have the honor of introducing Thank her. you. Thank you. Thank you. Today, I have the beautiful, one of the most favorite souls that I've ever met on this planet. Her name is Quavi. And Quavi, I'm going to stop right there because I can't even begin to pronounce your last name. So <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the show and jump on here and tell us your full name. It's Quavi Agbe Yegbe. She gave me a training session before you then got you here. Then you say and it. He did Agbe well. Yegbe. Agbe Yegbe. Agbe Yegbe. Quavi Agbe Yegbe. I, I practiced like it. it for a little Thank bit. Thank you, so. Derek. And I love your last name, but I feel like your first name is kind of like mine. It stands alone. Yes, it you does. are Quavi. Actually, I'm Quavi. I'm You're Quavi. right. That's it. it. You are, yes. Like, it's like Cher. Cher. Like- <laughs> 
<laughs> or see, we're so like connected. Shan, like Madonna. But, yeah, yes. One name. That's all you need. And your website is www.quavi.com. That's right. K W A V I. That's right. Yes. And after this show, you're going to get flooded because we have so much information <laughs> to give all of our listeners. Um, I'm, I'm just super excited Aww, about this show. You. Yeah. So. And before we get into the topic and, and really the discussion that we want to have today, I want you to talk about, both of you collectively, talk about how you met. Yes, so Which that I think was this exciting, is a cool thing. wasn't it? All right, Quavi, you go first. I mean, it was. We met at the Best Self Over 40 um, photo shoot. Over 40 and fabulous. Over, over 40 right. and fabulous. Oh, yeah, yes. I have to add the fabulous. Yes. Over 40 and fabulous. And the photo shoot, it was amazing. We all connected, and we didn't even know each other before that day. But we made so many connections with one another, and... That's why I know her today. That's that right. Single meeting. That's yeah. it. That's and yes. Go ahead, Derek. The criteria though for the over forty and fabulous women or men who uh, inspire others, who are entrepreneurs, who are involved in charitable organizations. There's a significant, I guess you could say, um, litany of things that you have to be able to show in your life to even qualify to be a candidate to be voted on. And you all were voted on. You were in the top fifteen, which is terrific. Uh, published in the magazine, Best Self Magazine, and yes. and I was there. It was a f- great reveal party when they did uh, everyone. Um, they had a big uh, party to celebrate all of you that were involved in the magazine, and the yeah. photo shoot was great. The magazine was terrific. So I've kind of lived vicariously through Lita <laughs> and gotten to know all of you. Yes, yes. You've met a lot of the girls by yes. now. Absolutely. And that's the wonderful part about it, because I don't know that our paths would have crossed they might, um, as I'm aging and I may need a coach, which right. is, you know, brings you to me. <laughs> but it, we all met and it's been such a wonderful experience just to make so many great friends. Everybody is so wonderful and so supportive. It's like the, the um, just that tribe of yeah. people, the men and the women in mm-hmm. it. Everybody just wants to build each other up. They want to support anything anybody does. Everybody shows up. I just, I can't explain it. I wish everybody had a tribe like that. So true. And it's been two years, right? Yeah. For us. For we us, were yeah. 2019, 2019, but a lot of the girls in the group have, you know, it's a, uh, it's almost like a, I want to call it a sorority, but we can't yeah. leave the men out. I know. <laughs> you know? An organization. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, a club yeah because the 2020 winner was yes. a man yes yeah true. so see there, there are the men maybe they just don't show up they're not as connected Did. as all the girls yeah. you know they're not we on connect. the threads we connect and, for birthdays uh-huh. and support each other for different business um inve- endeavors i mean it's been amazing right the support it really has which brings you here today yes. so thank you thank you for taking time out of your day for the show and for our listeners we appreciate it All right, you have a very large resume with a huge platform, and I know you wear many hats, and we're going to cover all of those hats today. We're going to dig right in, but I want you to give our listeners an overview of your background and a little bit about yourself. All right, so my name is Kwavi. I'm married to a wonderful man. Dr. Agbe Yegbe. Dr. Agbe Yegbe. I call him my king, and I have two boys, um, 18 and 15. And what I do, like my day to day, apart from you know running my family, is I am a life coach for women fifty and over. And my goal really is to help women live their best lives on their own terms without apologies. So I help them create that. I also offer retreats for women all over the world, which I absolutely love. And I'm also passionate about preventing sex trafficking. So I'm highly involved in that on a you know regular basis. So I do that also. Yes. And we're going to dig in. I can't. Yes. All, that's a lot of, it's, they're all related, but that's many, many hats. Yes. And I know you stay busy and you go, go, go all the time. And I right? love it. I know. <laughs> all right. But first and foremost, I think yes. what got you into this a little bit, I know, 
is helping women over 50 and teaching them about self-care. Yes. And this is really interesting too. This is very informative. So let's talk about what you see in women over 50. What begins to happen in our 20s, 30s, and 40s that makes self-care in our 50s so important? All right, so for a lot of women, in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, they are just going. It's like they're giving so much to others. If they're married, they're giving to their spouse. If they have kids, they're giving to their, uh, to their kids. And then if they you know, they have a career or a business, they're giving all of that. And so they really don't place a priority on themselves. And then when they hit 50, it's almost like they look at themselves in the mirror and they're like, who am I? What are, you know, it's like they can't even recognize themselves. And the reason for that is they've morphed themselves into different personalities to fit whoever is needs their care and they haven't really focused on themselves and so they get to this point and they're like is this it it's almost like you know there has to be more but they don't even know where to begin or how to start and I think a lot of it can be let's say you focused everything that you had on your family mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden your kids are in college yes. and you're sitting there thinking okay now what all the time all the sports all the attention all yes. the cooking the dinners all of that so that sort of homemaker stay-at-home mom whatever you want to call it that role has diminished and they're sitting there saying okay now what do I do yeah. um, or if maybe that is their role and they haven't been in the workforce and so the homemaker role is gone, but they haven't kept up with certifications or skill or educations yeah. and, and they feel very lost. For okay, sure. now what? What do yeah. I do with all my time? Yeah. You know, my kids are grown and gone. And that is so true. And the other thing too, which is interesting, I read some research, research on this was most divorces happen in this time of life also. And so you have women who have been married for a really long time and all of a sudden they find themselves single. And that is really just foreign to them because all this while they've been married and their life has really centered around, you know, being a, a couple. And all of a sudden, they're alone. If they have kids, the kids are probably older and have left mm -hmm. home. And so they're alone. And they're like, how do I even begin to navigate this new phase of my life? Wow. I know when we were discussing this and talking about the show, you used the word and it has stuck with me. I keep thinking about it invisible mm. that they get women we get to this age and if this has happened we just kind of sit in a place where we feel invisible yeah I actually did just before I turned 50 um, I did some a series of interviews with women who were already in their 50s and 80% of the women I interviewed described themselves as invisible really I'm <laughs> serious and it was it was heartbreaking to even I mean who would want to describe themselves as an invisible is invisible there is no human on the no, planet not I at mean all. I agree not everyone wants to be visible you know some people want to be like front stage visible maybe middle of the road visible or backstage visible no one wants to be invisible and so it put me on this path where I'm like you know what I'm gonna make it my mission to help women discover themselves so that they can evolve to their best selves and live their best life in their 50s and over. Wow. Yeah. That's really powerful. That, that is. And now I'm the guy on the outside looking in. <laughs> and so I, I understand what you're saying. I, mm -hmm. I, I can think of many examples of people I know that can qualify for those different categories. Um, and there's likely depression and anxiety mm -hmm. and things like that that are connected directly to oh, for sure. that issue. Yeah. So if you're invisible, I lacking purpose. Yes. Right? What else, what other emotion are you going to have besides this very, very, very low, you know, low uh, view of yourself, low self-esteem? I don't know, the whole thing. Yeah. So, 
we're seeing it, right? This yeah. is what we're seeing in, in women. This is what's going to happen. So we're speaking to the girls, 20s, 30s, you know, I'm in my 40s. And just it's sort of the warning of yeah. watch out, right, yeah. that this doesn't happen to you. And we're going to give some of the self-care advice, some of the self-care tips for the women who are 50 and for those of us who are aging because we can't stop that process. We can't. And the other area that is probably huge in that same age is menopause and so they're going through that change also so that changes everything for the for the women also so they have a lot of life transitions going on at the same time and some of them not so positive so it's hard for them to navigate that path I think too with menopause and the hormones right I mean they would be so maybe you're divorced maybe you're not but maybe you're just all over the board and you're invisible which I mean that would be no purpose I just I can't even imagine I don't sit in this pocket personally mm-hmm. um i'm you know i'm a go 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 i'm an entrepreneur i have right. i have the career i mean there's you know I, I struggle with other things but this is fabulous i, I guess my eyes were really opened even in yeah. talking about this how mm-hmm. prevalent 80 percent. 80 percent. that's yeah. huge so that am is. i wrong to say selfless uh people pleasers the majority vast majority oh for sure people pleasers across the board yeah, that's mostly the women that I you're seeing that, that oh, sit in this spot are oh, the yes. ones that would say I'm a people for pleaser. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Which can lead to them thinking that they're taken for granted and therefore invisible on many levels. Yeah. And now no, everyone else is gone. So it's like I gave all of this and then resentment starts to kick in. Like, what about me? Right. Right. OK. All right. So we've broken apart what happens. How do we begin to turn this around? So the first thing is to recognize what's going on. Because for some of them, they don't even know what's going on. It's like they just kind of go. Because think about the way the brain is designed. The brain is designed to keep us safe. The brain is designed to be efficient. So when you think about those two things, it's going to go with whatever you've been doing in the past. So when you want to do something new, the brain is going to be like, oh, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) No, we're going with the same old, same old. So for someone who has been in that phase, they're not even going to even know there's anything wrong. They just think, okay, this is just how it's supposed to be. And because so many women go through it and think that's the way it's supposed to be, they kind of go with it. And then society doesn't help. Mm -hmm. Oh my, we live in a youth-obsessed society that really has no regard for women 50 and over. I mean, the stats show that. And so if they're buying into that narrative and they're feeling alone and invisible, they're gonna Mm -hmm. keep doing that unless it's addressed. And for, for a lot of them, they don't even know. However, what I do as a life coach is I help women rediscover themselves in this age. And one of the first things I do is let's talk about your self-care practices. And for most of them, they have none. Derek? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- this is the point where everybody starts looking my way. Because I, I am, the, of course, the guy here at the table. And, and I will say that, that me personally and most men tend mm-hmm. to be the ones that, that – kind of lose the self-care aspect of, mm-hmm. of their life especially as I get older yes. and I don't want to go down that path yet but we I'm sure will at some point in this show because I, I can already feel the pressure no <laughs> the, it's okay the, I just look at him seat. because when you're talking about that my mind you know I know him better right yes. we're engaged so right. and I understand but the point is we keep saying women 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 and you primarily focus on women mm-hmm. which is your platform and that's wonderful but as is some of the other health shows that we've done it was extremely eye-opening how much of this relates to the men as well i agree and then it relates to them for sure oh my goodness yes yeah so even for us at the table i practice self-care i love it i know the importance of it i get it 
Uh, it, but nothing, zero. So we'll we'll dive into <laughs> what each of us do here in a you minute. You can't say right? this, but she is pointing at me again, <laughs> yeah. as usual. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So we start with the self care. You've got someone in front of you. Let's say it is your one on one coaching. Yes. Um, you start breaking down. Give me through that process. All right. Yeah. So you've got someone. They're broken. They're in their fifties. They need your help. Get us uh, a little further in the process. Yeah. So the first thing I really ask them is, what is it that they want? Because that's where we first start. With. Is it um, like the relationship area they want to work on? Is it their person? You know, their you know personal relationships with themselves? Because and to be honest with you, probably eighty percent of the time that's where we begin. Because for a lot of them, they don't even love themselves. And so, starting from that self love and self compassion, that's where we begin. And then we start to I start to ask them, what is it that you truly love? Like what lights you up? Because I know there's something. And sometimes we go back to like. So as a child, what were some of the things that you loved to do? And you can see their faces light up because they can relate to that because for a lot of them, 20s, 30s, and 40s were just like a blur. And so I'm like, what did you like as a child? And then we can kind of go from there. And then we start to say, okay, let's take baby steps because with women at that point, you, if you do too many things, it's just overwhelmed for them. So we just like, okay, let's pick one or two things that we can do and make it consistent because the brain loves consistency. Like the brain rewards you when you, you're consistent. So I'm like, okay, let's do these. Let's make it consistent and then we can go from there. And that's kind of how I walk them to that path. Yeah. So what if a woman, it's a hypothetical, but mm-hmm. I can imagine this being very prevalent for yes. a lot of women. What if it's weight? Mm-hmm. What if they said, my relationship is great, you know, my husband and I are fine, it's not that, yes, my kids have gone, but in my 20s, 30s, and 40s, I've gained about 10 pounds every year, and now I'm in menopause, and it won't come off. Do you find that? Because that would yes. cause depression, and that would cause low self-esteem. Oh, yes, that does, because a lot of women, when they get to this age, their bodies are changing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, regardless of who you are, our bodies change at that age. Because we're menopausal, we have hormones, so your the shape of your body kind of changes a bit. So, and you add weight to that, it's like, okay, what's going on? And so with women, like one of the things I always ask women to do when they get to that stage, before we even tackle the weight is, there are five foods I tell them to pay attention to. Typically as you get older, there are five food sensitivities that most women are affected by. Gluten, dairy, sugar, alcohol, and caffeine, those five. And we start from there. Because those five types of food, even if you had a great love affair with them in the past, I'm telling you, when you get to 50, well, I'll say late 40s, it changes. And a lot of them, I'm like, you know what, you're just going to have to break up with some of those items. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, and then I tell them to start to see the correlation. Like, when you eat dairy, what do you notice? And for some of them, they they have a disconnect from their body, so they don't pay attention. And so this is the work that they have to do. And some of them are like, you know what? I do realize that whenever I have dairy, I feel bloated. Hmm. But they never really saw the connection. And so I get them thinking like, huh. And then maybe caffeine, they start to do caffeine. They're like, you know what? I just realized I don't really enjoy my sleep anymore. Or if I have caffeine after two, all of a sudden, I'm like, I can't sleep. But if I have it around 10 or 11, I'm fine. And so they start to see the correlation. Wow. That all makes sense. It absolutely does. And it's, Yes. So <laughs> well, I, not I'm just, like, not yes. just for oh, women, all but those I'm five things. And when you did the list, I'm like, I love all five of those <laughs> things. But I'm not afraid to say my age. I'm 44, mm-hmm. and the weight is not moving. Mm-hmm. It's not. It is stuck. Mm-hmm. And this is not about me and my weight. This is a show. But Correct. again, everyone's listening, and I yeah. guarantee you, their ladies are in the car, or they're walking, yeah. or you listen to a podcast, and they're nodding, like, oh. 
I yes, and a lot of us know. Maybe right. if I didn't have that wine at night, that's all calories. Yeah. You know, people say, "Oh, that one glass of red wine, it may be good for you," but yeah. not every night. Yeah, you know, there's there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, and in your twenties and thirties, it was okay. You could have all kinds of things in your twenties, yes. and a lot of, and I always tell women, think about in your past. There was you could even do stuff on the weekend, and all of a sudden the weight would just drop off. You hit your mm-hmm. late forties and fifties, not so much. I always make the joke, I could look at my running shoes and the weight would come off. Oh, yeah. And now I just ran, was it two Saturdays ago? Uh, three or four now. We, we mm. probably should have talked about it in the intro, but I just yeah. trained and ran a 25K. Oh, nice. Yay. With uh, To get back into running. Yeah. Running is my therapy. I love it. It's part yeah. of my self-care. It's love me it. taking time away from life. But I, of course, had some extra weight on, which mm-hmm. we've also talked about on the yeah. show. I'm not shy about this stuff. The scale did not move. Yeah. And yeah. I am running. I mean, yeah. I'm running 10 Well, you did yesterday, months. too, even. Yeah, You've I mean, I'm trying to get to back run. in. Right. Of course, of course. That was the point, was to jumpstart it and have a race to train for. I'm saying I'm running extreme distance. Yeah. It's those five items. Those five items. I know items. that it is. Oh, it because is. Because sure. I put the exercise back on, and yet things are still too tight. Yes. So, it, yeah. It, yeah. And, and I'm 44. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. It is different. So here you ladies, 20s, 30s, and 40s, there you go, right? We just gave it to you. And then you're going to get to your 50s, and you need Quavi. And I will. I'm going to be um, one of your clients. All right. Well, I'm going to interject here. Of course, like I said, I'm the guy here. But this is geared at least more towards women, uh, the topic itself. And a lot of things you've said have already kind of hit home with me as well. But I'm thinking of the word selfishness. And Mm. that is why do women feel that all this is is being selfish when in reality the term selfishness can have a good connotation uh many times we always throw the negative connotation to Mm -hmm. it so i'm talking the good selfishness why why do many women have a hard time with that and you're right selfish is good but i think society has kind of thrown it out there that it's bad and also i think as girls we're taught to always give like you know, from mm-hmm. childhood. And so we, we've grown up with that. And so when you try to do things for yourself, it's almost like, oh, you're being selfish. Right. <laughs> Be nice. It's, it's not about that. Like, as you get older, you really have to put a priority on yourself or else you can't even give. Think about it. So if I don't take care of myself, I'm probably giving you 80% of myself, 70% of myself, 60%. I want to give you 100% of myself. And the only way I can do that is by taking care of myself first. I can't give you 100% of myself if I don't do that. Yeah, so, and I okay. said women, but you're preaching to me, too. I'm I listening know, to everything you're saying. No, I think it's for everyone, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Right. That's, that's advice for all. All right, so yeah. break down. Tell us your self-care. Okay. And this is the other thing. We're not do- I'm not doing this to compare myself with anyone else, because sometimes we can go down that compare and despair road. This is what I do. And so if there's something amongst what I share that sparks something for you, then that'd be great so I wake up really early I go to bed early I'm not I, I'm not a night owl so I'm up at 4 35 a.m. that's me um, I'll say my prayers I'll meditate I'll do a devotional and then I like to journal so I'm gonna interject yes do you do that for self-care or is that your natural rhythm um, that's for self-care. That's part of my self-care practices. Okay. Because when I don't do it, I feel like, oh, something's off. But it becomes a natural rhythm, though, too, Yes. Right? It, yeah, because eventually that's... the routine. That's your routine. Okay. So mm-hmm. it was self-care. You said, I want to wake up and have this amount of time to do all this for me yes. before the day even starts. And I like doing it because everyone else is asleep. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh, this is my time. <laughs> so it's really exciting for me. And then I love to journal. I write down my thoughts daily. Like, I like to just 
get everything in my brain and put it on paper and see how I'm thinking. That's a way for me to evaluate my thoughts. So I do that. And that's like first thing in the morning, that's the first thing I do. I love to go work out. And I used to be a runner. I don't run anymore. My knees started hurting and I recognize. And that's the other thing, ladies and men that are listening. Pay attention to your body. Your body talks to you all the time. Sometimes you ignore it, but your body talks to you for a reason. And for me, it was my knees would hurt whenever I would run. I used to run marathons, but eventually I would have this pain. I'm like, okay, Guavi, this is your body telling you you need to stop running and stop walking. And now I just do a lot of weight training. And so I'll do that. And that's, you know, those, that's like my morning routine. And then I get into my work. Sleep is a big thing for me. I love my sleep. And I think it's really <laughs> important as we get older that we, you know, our bodies crave sleep. And that's, um, you know, another part of my self-care practices. And I like to take time out for myself. I have no qualms. You know, my kids could be there. I'm like, you know what? Mom needs a bit of time to herself. I have no issues doing that. Because yeah. when you come back, now you're 100%. Yes. Yeah. And I love that, you know. And my kids know that. And they know when I when I haven't had myself. They'll be like, what's wrong? Mom, mom, why don't you go rest for a little bit? <laughs> because they can tell the expression, like, mom, what's wrong? I'm like, okay, I just need some time. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> well, do you want to uh, dig in well, here, Derek? <laughs> you know, I, I, I knew it was going to evolve back it. to me. I knew it's it was not. It doesn't have to. We have put you in the hot seat enough. And this is a women's show. So I do not have to pick on you. I will just say in our relationship and you know becoming a couple and as much as we are blending I have recognized that Derek being in his 50s Mm -hmm. and it's a little bit of a what would happen to a woman because your situation is so unique most men do not find themselves with a four and seven year old alone with Mm. full custody uh, without a mother figure present and so you really um, selfless, li- sel- I'm getting tongue tied on the word. <laughs> Self- Selflessly put your life aside and raised your kids. And so now they are grown and gone, and you are having trouble with that rewiring that we were talking about. So I know, Quavi, even when we were working on the show, you, yes. you had made some notes and, and some things that you had said to me. It's a reprogramming. Oh, for sure. Right? It's not a doing. It's a it's a thought process. And yes. so I'm going to let you speak to Derek and kind of tell us how that works. Yeah. Right? Because we can make a few small changes here and there, but it's a, it's a whole mindset change. Yes, it is. Because your brain has been doing the same thing over and over again for, for a long time. And that's, the brain is efficient. The brain is designed to be efficient. I'll give you an example. A few months ago, we moved. And I'd done my nails, I was driving in the car, got in my car, and we had moved probably like six months prior to that. I was driving in the car, and I got 10 minutes before my old house, before I realized, where am I going? And I share this to say that our brain is, and I had lived in that house for like Mm -hmm. 15 years. (laughs) But I'm saying this because our brain is programmed to be efficient. So it goes with what it knows. And even though I had moved six months prior, my brain was like, oh, we're going home. It's like the home mm-hmm. that we know 15 <laughs> years ago. And so you've been doing, you haven't practiced self-care for so many years. And so your brain is just going with what it knows. It's like, okay, I'm going to be efficient. I'm just going to do, you know, what we've been doing in the past. And so in order for you to change that, you have to intentionally and actively change it and realize that your brain is not going to be on board in the beginning. And you have to recognize that, but still do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And over time, then your brain will like, oh, okay, now we can do this. But it takes intentional, intentional action to do it. Oh, I get it. Well, mm-hmm. my kids are now 
19 and 22, and oh, wow. both about to have birthdays, and will be 23 and 20. Mm. Um, and again, I, they were with me since they were four and seven, but yeah. the unique position I'm in, Lita's kids are, are much younger. They're mm-hmm. nine and 12. And mm-hmm. so I'm kind of going back in time to experience life with a second parent in a home. Of course, I'm taking on the step-parent role in, in this situation, but it's unusual because I still am programmed to think, okay, wash the dishes, cook the dinner, you know, make sure the clothes are washed. And mm. I, I don't do all those things now, yeah. but in my mind, I'm still thinking all those things. I need to go and do this. Oh, wait, she's got this tomorrow. He's got that tomorrow. Are we ready for it? And I mean, Lita's looking at me right now and I don't make their lunches, but I feel like if she didn't do it, I would have done it and not thought right. twice about it. Well, he was a mom, dad. Yeah. He was mom and dad. dad. And that's right. it, amazing. I had to do but all those things. But it's a Check whole rewiring because now at 54, and th- I say we because his kids are on the my bandwagon. Yes. We're looking. I mean, we are pleading with him, pleading. I and mean, his son <laughs> will, will basically yell at him, dad, take care of yourself. Slow down. You're doing too much. All of that. I mean, and, and so I'm not the only one. And. I think he's tired of all of us nagging at him, but it's your family. Like we're saying this out of love, right? We're we're ten years apart in age. I want you to be there, and if you don't practice any self care, you're not gonna. Uh, you know, I got ten years. You got ten years on me. <laughs> I got ten years below you. So again, it, there's fear in it that that drives us to you know kind of hound you about it a little bit but it's because we love you yeah you know that right so what i was gonna say and that's really common i've heard a lot of um, moms say that their kids are telling them in fact some of them come to me they're like you know what my kids said i just need to get a life coach because i need to get my life in order because they're not doing it and so but then again i think in your defense you probably don't know how it's like, well, what it. does that mean? I mean, during the you course know? of time when I was with my kids, I was a partner in a law firm working 70 plus hours a week mm. and still having to do all those things. Wow. Now I own my own firm mm-hmm. and I run my own firm and, and Lita and I have a business together. So mm-hmm. I, I still have all the responsibilities that I've had. And of course, my kids, like I said, are 19 and 20, uh, 22. But yet it doesn't mean that I still don't feel like I've got to be dad to them mm-hmm. and still worry about them and think of things I need to do for them. Because, again, I've been programmed that I'm it. They need yeah. me. But also, too, it's it's interest. It, it's something for you to recognize that you can do all of that and still take care of yourself. Because sometimes we think it's one or the other. You can actually do both. Yeah. He's nodding. And I. that is it right mm-hmm. there. I mean, that is the whole point of this show in a nutshell. You just spoke to every woman who is grabbing all of this and nodding by talking to saying, a man you've just <laughs> reached that's really interesting <laughs> yes yes that's the irony thank of you it. that's the irony but it goes of back it, to what i said though a lot of what you've said hits mm-hmm. home with me mm-hmm. personally um as it does i'm sure with with most every uh lady that's listening that there are a lot of guys not just me that are probably thinking the same thing mm-hmm. i don't doubt yeah. that yeah all right, Quavi, I yes. know from being at events with you that you don't drink alcohol. Yeah. And there is a story there. <laughs> Will you share that story with yes. us? Yes. Um, I noticed about four years ago that whenever I would drink alcohol, my menopausal symptoms would go like, I would probably like 10x in severity whenever I would drink alcohol. It really? would just be a sip, seriously. And so I started noticing the correlation, and I'm like, you know what, this is not worth it. And that's how I gave up alcohol. And people are like, really? I'm like, yes. I'm like, 
I couldn't, to me it wasn't worth it. And See, so I, I think it it's almost, and I'm going from my friends mm -hmm. who, oh, I'm having a hot flash or, or they're the hormones or the mm -hmm. depression. So they drink more. No, no. And you're saying that could no, that was making it worse. It could probably make it worse. And just pay attention. I think that's the key. Be aware, like when you do drink it, what's happening to you? Like, do you notice your symptoms change? Does it get more severe? Or you know, just pay attention because a lot of women have noticed. I've spoken to a lot of women who've felt the same way. And like, they give up alcohol for the for that reason, or some drink it and just know. Okay, I know if I drink it, this is what's going to happen. Because it's you know, you don't have to give it up. You just be more aware. Wow. Mm -hmm. Was it making, and I'm going to specific symptoms, hot flashes or yes. night sweats or night all sweats that? Night sweats for yeah. me. And night sweats is really uncomfortable because you get night sweats, you wake up, you know, in the middle of the night, you have to change your clothing because you're soaking wet. And for me, it was like, I need my sleep. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> not doing it. Yeah. It's not worth a, it's not a worth glass it. of wine or, or whatever it might whatever be. Whatever it is. For so. me, it was mojito. I loved mojitos. <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody else at this table. I'm not pointing at Lita <laughs> right now. Maybe I am pointing at her that also likes mojitos. <laughs> So I miss Once that. Once in a while on a vacation. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's I mean, the thing. Yes. I miss even my kids were like, Mom, so you're not going to have mojitos on the beach? And then I'm like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, no. Because I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and mm. I work out. I mean, that's the epitome of self-care. And I <laughs> well, love that. Well, speaking of self-care, yeah. you've kind of avoided the spotlight here. It's time for you. What I like your... to put you in the hot seat. Yeah, I know. And now I'm turning the table. Because I can shake my finger when we're on air, <laughs> but when we're not, you don't yes, want to hear it from me. Yes, and even when we so. walk in the parking lot, you can still shake your finger at me and I say, know. you need to go on self-care. But let's I talk about with love. you. Okay. I mean, yes, you do. But let's talk about your self-care. I love self-care. And this is something that I am not guilty about taking. But that was programming. Because I can't say that... I haven't been. There have been times when, you know, the kids need something. So let's go to the specifics of it. Yes. Uh, for me, my self-care, a, a big part of it is a nap. And I know that's good. Like, I love to nap, but I don't need a long one. I do not have to, to go down for an hour. A nap for me resets from day to night. Ooh, love it. It does. And, and give it. me 20 minutes, give me 30 minutes. But if I've had a long day at work, even when I podcast, because we're on right now, I will go home and I will set an alarm. All I need is 30 minutes, but Ooh. I can shut my mind down. I can close the day and then I can be present for the night. Ooh. But I've noticed when I don't take that, I slug through the night. Mm. I am not 100%. So just that, it's a mental Ooh. shutdown. I love it. Right? It, yeah. Power nap. It's love almost it. not even about the sleep as it is for me, the reprogramming. Um, but I will have to take some quiet time. Sometimes I can't fit it in. Mm -hmm. um, but again, exercise, running. And I think uh, a few years ago, I, I really got away from most of my self-care. Mm. I'm a huge person uh, that loves to meditate mm. uh, i'm not a huge person i'm a person who loves to pray i love to meditate i love to really get into that as self-care i mm. love to journal yes. so that as quiet time and i had gotten away from it i noticed my journal entries were getting further and further apart and it was just out of busy it mm. was i was now in a relationship and i was a single mom at night and running multiple businesses so i my excuse was always time there's not enough time there's not enough time but then I found, uh, I went to a doctor because I thought that I was physically sick, right? Mm. I, I was exhausted and I, the weight was coming on and I went and saw a doctor and I wasn't physically sick. I was stress sick. Mm. And I remember that was real eye-opening for me. And we've talked about it on a previous show, so I'm not going to go into the whole thing. But 
it's because I wasn't practicing any self-care that the weight was coming on. I wasn't exercising and the mind-body, there was no stress outlet. Uh, I wasn't journaling. I wasn't spending time in meditation and prayer. And all of a sudden, my stress level is a 10 and I'm thinking I'm doing myself favors. I'm going to work my way out of this. I'm just going to keep working. And the more that I work, I'll work through all this, then I'll have time. But that actually does not happen. It does not happen. I want to put a lot of explanation marks on that. You just get busier. And then years go by and you've had no self-care. And then the weight is on and the stress is on. And now you're probably on high blood pressure meds. So, And I didn't have to go that route. Mm -hmm. I signed up for a race, uh, put exercise back in. I'm journaling again. And I have made a conscious decision. I'm reading again every night. No TV. I'm trying to just read uh, inspirational things oh, that's um, good. just just because that is my self-care mm-hmm. so anyway that's my daily practices we need to start reading some wedding planner books just saying okay we're back to the top of the show <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of self-care in that right yeah right. and i can't believe how fast the oh, show I know, I, know, I just but, looked but at the clock there i is, can keep going forever and we have more to cover but there is a very in, important topic i want to get to and i want to ask the question here because we've talked before the show and I know you do some very cool and different things, um, including hosting wellness retreats for women over 50. Uh, you're headed to Greece this summer. Can you tell us about those retreats? And yes. besides Greece, what else is coming up or where else have you been before? All right. So I love the retreats. I just think it's a great way for women to just go away. And it's interesting. A lot of women have said, why don't you do your retreats within the United States? I'm like, no. The reason why I don't do them is because while it's here, the women still feel a connection to spouse, kids, pets. I want them to be far away where they can focus on themselves. And so, yes, we are going to Greece in September. It was supposed to be last year, but because of COVID, we moved it. Um, We've been to Morocco. We've been to Bali. We've been to Thailand. Wow. And it's just a place. What I do is I want the women to just, all they need to do is just get to the airport. That's all they need to do. I give them a packing list. They're picked up once they get to the location, and they are pampered from beginning to end, and it's just all about them. We do coaching. We do adventures. They get to really focus on themselves in a way they haven't done in a long time. And it's interesting. When the women first arrive, you can tell they're still a little stressed. like, oh, what's this all about? (laughs) And then by day two and day three, they are like in it because we get a private chef. If you have dietary requirements, it's all taken care of. If you want coffee in your room at, you know, 7 a.m., they'll bring all that to you. And then by day seven, which is the day they're leaving, they're like, seriously, I have to go back to my life? (laughs) (laughs) Can I extend? I want to go. You know. well, I want to go. I want to go. No. I, I, I'll like I told her before the show. I'll carry the bags. I'll drive the car. Maybe you should I'll, do a couples retreat sometime. I've thought about that, that though. Your husband yes. wants to come. He's been saying. Yeah, my husband has been saying he wants to. Go. And I've thought about that. Okay. That, that might be something. Yeah. Else, you know. Yeah, he and I'll go do some yeah. self care on a golf course. That's <laughs> right. I mean, y'all could y'all could do your self care drinking your coffee. Yeah. We'll be on the golf course. Yeah. And that's great. But the one in Greece going to Greece is sold out. Am that I one's sold out. Okay. Yes, that was sold out last year. So yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and I have two coming up. So if you go to my website, which Lita will talk about later, that will show you the upcoming retreats. I haven't announced them no, yet. No, set I it announced up. them in June. Tell them now. So um, no, it, no one knows yet. I no, I n- not, not about the dates. Oh, Tell the them your site. Oh, Tell everybody okay. how to find you. Oh, so you can find me at kwavi.com. So it's www.kwavi, K-W-A-V as in Victor, I.com. And if you go to my website, you'll see um, information about my retreats and my coaching practices. Yeah. Yay. All right. And Kwabi's here. But before we 
let you go. Yes. And we may end up needing to do another show on this because this is such a big topic. It's such an important topic. It's yes. a hard topic. Yeah. But you're very involved in a sex traffic prevention organization. Yeah. Give us a brief on that. But again, we, we could do a show on that and, yeah. and how we can help. And yeah. So anyway, go into that. And so I work with an organization called Out of Darkness where they rescue and they help um, women who, and actually men too, who are in sex trafficking. They help rescue them and restore them and you know find ways for them to kind of transition back into society and it's something I'm very passionate about and actually in Georgia it's a big problem in Georgia and so it's just something I love doing and maybe two years ago I don't know if you were there I even had a, um, a fundraiser and I was going to do one la- last year also but because of COVID. COVID yeah and I'm just finding ways to help them so we pray for them we actually go out to the scenes where they are, you know, like if it's the, the, the clubs and wherever they are and just pray for them and just offer them an opportunity to um, be rescued because we can't force them. They have to make that decision on their own, but we kind of give them that, you know, support and let them know that we're available to help them. That's need be. tragic. I've heard that Atlanta is one of the most prominent places in it the U.S. Is because of the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Hartsville Jackson, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a lady come in my store a couple of weeks ago, and she said, of course, Hartsfield was the mm-hmm. number one place. And the second place in the state for sex trafficking is the Mall of Georgia, which is up my way. Yes, Gwinnett. Yes, yes. 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 They talk about that, mm-hmm. Gwinnett County. Yep. Yeah. You know, so. which is scary. I mean, yeah. that's a place that, you know, we have frequented. And But anyway, like I said, much more to unpack mm-hmm. with that as a topic and, yeah. and the different organizations and the ways to help. Well, thanks again, Kwavi, for being here today. I do want both of you to tell everyone how to find you, your social media, your website. Kwavi, we'll start with you. And I know you've mentioned it, but let's do it again. And yes. then we'll go with Lita and let her talk about hers. Yeah. So my website is www.kwavi.com. I'm also on Instagram, um, Kwavi underscore TV. And I'm also on TikTok. And that's, yeah. <laughs> and that's Kwavi underscore TV. And also. your videos are so fun. The <laughs> dance and she, she is showing all you ladies 50 and over. All of us. Because I'm not 50 and I follow you and I think it is so fun. Well, so. before you give your stuff, you've been on her show before. I have. Yes, yes. Yes. I've been on your show. It's when I had COVID. Right. Um, So, yes. So, we've definitely been able to work together a little bit. Yes. Uh, But I can't wait to do one of your retreats. I'm going to be listening and have to grab a spot right when you make the announcement in June. So, everyone, if you're listening, uh, check out her websites. And no matter when you're listening, you may listen to the show in a year and she may have all new retreats. So, podcasts live forever. Yay. That's right. All right. Go to my social media, Status Life with Lita. That is the website. That's the blog. You can listen to any of the shows and the podcasts on any podcast app. So, whatever you like. Uh, We are taping here at Gwinnett Business Radio X but you can go to Apple, Spotify, anything. Uh, Find it on my website. I feel like I'm pretty easy to find. Just status. All my businesses (laughs) are status. Status Life with Lita on Instagram, on Facebook, and the website. And that's my email, statuslifewithlita at gmail.com. If you have any questions for Quavi, of course, she gave how you can email her directly or, or communicate with her, but we can bring her back for another show. So, you know, send the DMs, send the things. Hey, that was fantastic. We want to hear your comments and your response. We can grow from that. 
we can um, again build build another show. We get we do question and answer shows every so often, but there is a lot. I mean, you, we basically have scratched the surface on self care. You're right about that. We could have gone on for another. You hour. can. You can. Easily. I mean, I looked at the clock in 40 minutes. So it's over. I know. All right. So everybody, uh, Quavi. Me, Derek, thank you. Yes, thank yes. you. And I've said this before, you've had other women from uh, the Best Self Magazine group and other women on different topics. Uh, and this is another example of empowered women empowering women. Uh, and it's terrific to have you here. I learned a lot. Uh, I'm sure all the ladies listening did as well. And Mike in the studio, he seems to be shaking his head every time I say something <laughs> as if it touches a point with him as well. It so does. He's nodding. I, he's, so, yeah. I, I can't see him directly today, but I, I can assure you he's probably taken a lot from this as well. Well, thank you again so much for listening and joining us on Status Life with Lita, presented by Status Home Design and the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes. Don't forget that you can enjoy any of our episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Status Life with Lita. This program is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your favorite podcast app. Until next time, for Lita Brooks, I'm Derek Hayes, and you've been listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. Mm -hmm.